from all of us here at the Viva Auto Group, we wish you and your loved ones happy holidays, Merry Christmas, and Feliz Navidad. Hello everyone, I'm Estela Casas, creative brand strategist for the Viva Auto Group family of dealerships. Thanks for listening to the Viva Style podcast, where we have interesting conversations about the automotive industry that provides hundreds of jobs in the borderland. Let's talk Viva Style. Well, hello, everybody. We hope you all had a fabulous uh, time uh, during this Thanksgiving weekend, a long break from you know the hustle and bustle. I know that the kids were on vacation for a week. I don't yeah, have any were. kids in, in, uh, in high school or, or elementary school anymore, but I do have a college student, and he was here for the whole week, and it was wonderful. So I hope you all had a wonderful time with friends and family. But moving forward, now we got to think about Christmas and everything beyond. So... Uh, Good afternoon, Hillary. My my friend Hillary Florin from KBA is here. I know so much to do. So much to do, right? Uh, so if you can just get close to the microphone, yes. so we can have this conversation. I should so know this already. This is like take two. So we 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 uh, did a little a little uh, interview the other day, and uh, uh, we're going to do another one now, and just maybe go in perhaps a little deeper what do you oh think oh my goodness i thought you just wanted to hang out with me now here come the hard questions huh? <laughs> <laughs> right well you know i always, always ask the hard questions no 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 we're going to keep it simple and okay. and keep it keep it nice and and you know bring some levity because you know everybody's going through something already everybody's stressed out for the holidays um you know some people don't have jobs right now so they're probably struggling you know how how, how we're going to feed the family yeah. how are we going to get presents under the tree so you know there's a lot of campaigns underway right now and so we want to keep it light and and fun and uh, just get to know you a little better. So uh, people have been watching you on KVA Good Morning El Paso for many, many years. How many? 24 years. Well, oh. 24 since I started at KVIA, but I've actually been doing the morning show now for 21 years. Oh gosh, Almost that's 21 long. years. Getting up at three o'clock in the morning and, and dr uh, getting on the road and uh, yes. being on TV. Exactly. So tell me about it. Well, you know, what, what, what do we need to know that we don't see that, you know, a lot of people haven't seen through the years? Well, you need to see that the pain is real <laughs> and that alarm goes off. It, it does not get any easier. People ask me all the time, does it get any easier to wake up? And the truth is that no, it doesn't. And on the weekends, you will find me if I don't have something to do, like getting up for Estella's race. Um, <laughs> right. You'll find me in bed, and my husband used to get up and say, you want to go to Lowe's with me? want to go like, to Home Depot? No. And the answer was always pretty much no. So <laughs> I, you know, I want to sleep tough. in and get that catch up a little bit. Uh, so I, I remember, so I, I'm going to have to admit, you know, I never watched the morning show because I was on the, on the late shift and right. got to bed at 11 when you were still snoring. But We were <laughs> like ships passing at KBIA. <laughs> that's right, that's you. right. But um, I, I heard about the challenges and I, I would see the makeup in the bathroom sometimes and <laughs> I would see clothes in the bathroom sometimes. It's, but it's really hard and you have five children uh, uh, what what was the, the it, it's all magical she has such a beautiful family all of them Thank are like you. like picture perfect like they should be on on the cover of a magazine <laughs> all those pictures that they have and and they're beautiful kids inside and out and uh, how did you do it mm, well I thought of it I, I love my job first of all so let's not act like you know I'm just doing it for fun I need to have make a living like all the working moms out there and I feel like um, I feel like KVIA was really good to me and always has been because getting up at those hours is terrible. 
but I also would get to go home earlier than other people. So, so that's a trade-off. I, I work part-time. I don't work a 40-hour work week, but I work 30. So it's still mm-hmm. a big chunk of time and it's still a sacrifice. But family has always come first. And there was a time, I don't know if you remember, where I actually turned in my resignation. I remember. And <laughs> I told the bosses I just felt like I wasn't being a good mom. And that was what was most important to me. And then they kind of reined in my feelings mm-hmm, there and mm-hmm. told me to come back and, and we worked out something that worked for both of us but um being a working mom is 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 hard no matter what hours you're working um my kids sometimes will say oh I, but you're never here in the morning I wish you were here in the morning and I do I wish I was there in the morning too but I tell them well the trade-off exactly. is I'm not here at night you know we all you helped me when I first started actually by telling me how hard it was and you know that your kids would miss you and you just have to find something that works for you a challenge you know still working on it you're still every day is a challenge yes I but uh I've always admired that about you that you always put family first and we always try to put family first but Mm -hmm. sometimes you know it's a juggling act you can't be everything to everybody uh, all at once you can be everything to your children you can be everything to your job and you know it's a juggling act but uh I've always admired that about you and you know I'd see your once in a while, or or when I turn on the TV once in a while, uh, or when you would do stories for the evening news um, when you were pregnant, and it's it's just a challenge. It's just a challenge, but I know you love your job, and viewers love you because you connect. So there's there's a phrase that that, that I'm using now uh, now that I'm doing uh, now that I'm Viva Auto Group as a creative brand strategist and manager, and trying to you know work on in a, in a different kind of team on a different kind of team, mm-hmm. and it's connection in the workplace is the new currency hmm. so uh, connection is so important and uh with your co-workers and for you on tv for us in on you know right now in the podcast for us you know uh in any kind of job uh, what what is that fine line that that sometimes you cross and then you have to get back in uh in making that connection on tv well, I like to feel that, that we are connected with all the stories that we tell. You and I, we've anchored for so many years, and, and you're, you're just reading the story. Um, when I was a reporter especially, I would, I would find myself getting really involved. And just the other day, a man came to the station, and I got really involved trying to help him. And, I mean, I, I, I do want to give back to my community. I, I try to do that through our stories. Talking about connection, you and I have both emceed a lot of different events. Um, I do like to emcee a lot of events, but then my kids would be missing me at home. So that's another line that I had to draw between connections. So I try to really think carefully. I put a lot of thought into what I do with my time because you want to give back, but you don't want other people who need you to be suffering from it, right? And I think that that's what you were you're maybe asking about yes yes of course yeah uh and and we do have too many times set boundaries and things that, that we can't do um i i also remember you know everybody wants you to do the the mcs uh, to mc to to do a a, a, a spelling bee mm-hmm. to go read to the kids and it's nice to do that's great it, yeah, it, it is so nice see it out in the community but it's not part of your day not your work day no and then you can overbook yourself and then you're just trying to please too many people so that kind of leads me to my my stories that I've been doing lately. Yes, the good how vibes fun only. they are. I yes, hear about them. Because it's the fun way to connect with people. Because all the good things that are happening out there in the community all the time that we want to talk about, but we just never have time because all these breaking news stories and all the big things happen. So now we're making time 
on Fridays with Good Vibes Only, and we have it on Good Morning El Paso, and then at five in the mo- in the evening also. Okay. Uh, can you tell me some of your subjects? What are the profiles that you've done so far? So this last week, we had a little girl who had a cleft palate and cranial facial separation, and so she was worked on at El Paso Children's Hospital. And Dr. Her Jimenez. Surgeon, um, and and her, the team. Yes, mm-hmm. the whole team there, they have a great team. And Dr. Yates is the Dr. one Yates. who actually yes. worked on her. And he has a dog with a cleft palate. And he oh got, my gosh. He let us all come to his house, and then she got to play with the dog that had the same issues going on with her face. And it was just so special, and her mom was so pleased. And then they went in for a surgery, and we've been keeping in contact with her. So just pointing out that we have these great surgeons here in El Paso that are helping these families with issues and that they don't have to travel far away and to see her little face. And that was a really real good moment. You know, I think uh, in the news industry, uh, and just as a viewer now that I am, um, you, you you need those warm and fussy fuzzies because there's so much bad things happening in the world and so much, so many um, you know, I always, I, now that I am no longer in news, I think I was protected and kind of in a, kind of in a bubble. I knew all the things and I, uh, that were happening and I would read all the, you know, the, 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 the rap sheets on people and all the terrible details that we couldn't share on TV. And I kind of knew about those things, but, but leaving the news industry, I've noticed that it's, it's more real to me now, if that makes any sense. And the world is pretty ugly out there. And there's bad people out there. There's really bad people out there. And I, you know, I come in contact with some. And um, so it's so important to have that warm and fuzzy and that feeling good that, you know, we, there's hope. We live in a beautiful community and it's, um, it's great to recognize those things. So how do you feel when you finish doing a story like that? And I'm sure you have different themes and different profiles and different people that you meet, but how do you feel when you finish doing one of those stories? Well, I, I personally feel so much more fulfilled. I'm one of those people, if you don't know me, who I like everything to everyone to be happy and I like everything <laughs> to be good and there's a happy ending and a stamp, you know, like right. done. But we can't do that in the news no. and the real world. For example, right now, um, El Pasoans Fighting Hunger is facing a critical shortage of food and there are just so many people, like you mentioned earlier, who are just having such a hard time making it. And these are these are people we know. Like I've talked to a few friends recently who are who are struggling and you don't see it. You don't know that. And then well, many I, times I try to hide it because it's an embarrassing sure, yeah. thing to accept, right? Mm-hmm. And admit to. But with food prices and gas prices and everything right now, it's it's happening to a lot of people who didn't expect it. But the bright side of the story is, because there is a bright side, I did a story on a gentleman who was volunteering, who volunteers every day at El Pasoans Fighting Hunger. He's retired and that's his life, is volunteering, fixing all the shopping carts, all the sun awnings, just fantastic. Yeah, it was so great that El Paso and Fighting Hunger let me in and talk to him. And yeah, just amazing. Uh, what are the biggest, you know, so we, we talked about um, the hours and the different challenges with, you know, placing your, your family first. What are some of the um, other challenges that you face in your job? In my job, you know, I don't want to say I face a lot of challenges in my job because I really don't. I feel like I have it pretty easy. I mean, my challenges right now as an anchor, because I'm part-time and I'm not going out in the sto- in, on those stories, the challenges when I, when I go out and report on anything that is sad is, you know, talking to families who have lost loved ones. Or, I mean, the challenging part is reading the same stories that, are, yeah. that break your heart every day. And I can't complain about that because I'm not the one actually going through a lot of the pain. I 
think that I have it pretty good to be able to tell my to tell my good stories and to be surrounded by good coworkers. I don't really have a lot of complaints about my job, <laughs> which is wonderful, which is wonderful because you love what you do. I, I'm blessed. I really am. Uh, yeah. I think, you know, even if sometimes, you know, we face the challenges, we, there's always somebody else who has it worse than we mm-hmm. do. Right. I could say waking up early, but I have producers who wake up at 11 o'clock at night oh. and come in. So I would not yeah. dare on a microphone complain about my <laughs> schedule because they will come after me. What's next for you, Hillary? Well, I'm going to continue on with Good Morning El Paso. I'm, I'll be there a few more years at least. I, I really like what I do. Like I said, I have great hours. I love our community. I never thought I'd be here, you know, this long or even at all. I, I lucked into a job at KVIA, and I've been there for so many years. And I guess when they kick me out, I'll have to find something <laughs> new to do. <laughs> uh, you've seen a lot of changes uh, in the way people report the news, uh, take in the news, uh, produce the news. What? Uh, what? Uh, uh, tell me about that. What have you seen the evolution of the news industry and where it is right now? I think it's uh, probably very cold right now. I feel like I've seen so many changes. I know you must feel that way too. Um, you know, we started with the three-quarter inch tapes, those big mm-hmm, fat mm-hmm, tapes. Mm-hmm. Um, just technologically speaking, you know, we've gotten smaller and smaller, the VHS, and now we're basically cards, get, ta- SIM yeah, cards. We're taking <laughs> videos off of people's phones and airing yeah, them. I mean, too. it's amazing. So technology for sure, huge change. Couldn't get any bigger than that. Going through COVID, people working from home, mm-hmm. Skype. Now we're interviewing a lot of people on the norm, just um, as far as the coverage of stories, I did go to journalism school, learned about the black and white, the both sides. No one knows where you stand. Right. I That's miss very that. important. I miss that so much. And yes. I don't like when, when things cross my desk that are biased. Either way, I, I get angry because I think that we need to give it to our viewers. We can trust that our viewers can form their own opinion, and we need to give them both sides. So mm-hmm. I've gotten complaints at the station for being too liberal and for being too conservative. <laughs> so I figure as long as well, I'm making good. both sides mad, then I'm okay. Because nobody yeah, should yeah. know how Hillary Florin feels about the news. Exactly. Well, well, unless unless when it's a um, a shared grief, a shared happiness. But when I'm anchoring, my job is to prevent present facts, and that's what I will do. Yeah, that's if true. If I read something biased, then I get really mad because that's not for me. <laughs> do you think journalists have changed? I, I've seen a shift too, you know, with with all these different journals, not local, not local news, because we don't have the opportunity to do that. You know, there's, although Channel 7 has a lot of uh, opportunities to run different news shows and different, different mm-hmm. things, news, but, uh, but nobody has a program or a show uh, on their own, except for national news. Do right. you, do you, do you think, do you watch any of those? And does that make you angry when these journalists have an opinion and they are very adamant about voicing it? I don't enjoy watching anything like that when, when yeah. people are angry. I It's just not my personality. I, yeah. yeah I, I, can, I can get myself angry about something just watching it presented fairly. I, I, I don't like to watch shows like that. So you're a, a journalist. Uh, you're a mom. You're a wife. And you also have a business. Tell me about your business. Yes, let's talk about the lavender farm. <laughs> so my husband and I and our five kids have a lavender farm in Tularosa, New Mexico. And it's just this place where we decided to grow lavender, which is a passion that has been in my husband's for a long time. I mean, I love lavender too, but he really loves lavender (laughs) and he makes all of his products. He has a sugar scrub and a CBD cream and Oh, tried the CBD cream the other day. You know, we, she, uh, Hillary brought me this beautiful basket of of little goodies uh, from, from, uh, lavender, 
farm and they're fantastic. Mm-hmm. They really are. Thank you so much. Yeah, they're very effective and people get addicted to them. And <laughs> call me up. So <laughs> lavenderx.com is our website if you'd like to check out what we have. Yeah, it's, it's been a lot of fun. It's been a labor of love and labor in all caps. Because yes. <laughs> we've planted every single one of our 3,000 plants and weeded them by hand. Do you talk to them? Actually, yes, I do. <laughs> what do you say to them when I take off the weeds? Because these ugly viney weeds will come up and just like encapsulate the the plant. And so, yeah, I talk to don't you know let that get down. I have to keep my sanity. I'm out there with plants all day on the oh, weekends. That's fantastic. That's that fantastic. So, what what goes through your mind when you're out there besides the talking part? I am just so grateful to be in nature. I really appreciate just being out in the the solitude of it. And you just if you spend all day you know, working and you just notice mm-hmm. every little subtle change in the light and the plants. Like it's just, it's really beautiful out there. The hawks going overhead. Yeah. It's, it's beautiful. You know, I, I, uh, when I, when I got sick, you know, after I got sick, you realize so many things, uh, and silence and solitude mm-hmm. and, uh, just being with nature are, are very important. Yes. I don't think we take the time to, to just take time and just soak it all in. Um, I agree. I'm I was sure just thinking I probably sounded kind of crazy saying that, no, but, but I really mean it. And if you look at my camera roll on my phone. Oh, and we will. Yeah, and I always have <laughs> We're going to share all those pictures. All the different angles, or then I'll like see my husband over in the field working, and I'll take pictures because it's just so special to me to see him and see the kids and watch the trees changing color and the rustle in the wind. Just It's all so... So healing and calming for me, it really is. And we need to take it, take the time, set aside some time to take all that in, right? Mm-hmm. And if, try to teach them to appreciate it, hopefully. Yes, right. And look at the sunsets and the sun mm-hmm. sunrises if you're up at six o'clock in the morning or earlier, which you're already if on you're TV. If you're not watching Good Morning El Paso, right? I guess. <laughs> Just open the window. Just open the window. And yeah, see. exactly. So if you had three wishes, what would they be? Oh my goodness, Estella. Health, for sure. I mean... For myself, all my loved ones, um, I would probably, you know, I mean, it sounds like a pageant answer. I would, I mean, for everyone to just get along, for the world to be a more peaceful and, and loving place. That's, those are the things that I, I wish for. You have one more. Oh, I do? That was two. More wishes? You, you got Can three. Can I wish for you more got wishes? Three. You got know, three. Well, no, no, you can't. You got three wishes. Oh you answered goodness. two. What's your third one? Oh, oh my goodness. It's hard. Hmm. I would wish for an extension on that so I can think <laughs> about it because I know I'll need it later. <laughs> well, let's go to wish number two. Wish okay. number two, you said, you know, you mentioned pageant. No, uh, I will have to tell you this. For anybody who has not <laughs> met Hillary or or seen her walk into a room, she has this beautiful presence and this beautiful, she just glides across the room. And she, I, I think you were probably born with that, but it was probably <laughs> developed because you were a beauty queen. Yes, I was back in the day. Which you still are. Back in 1992, yes. <laughs> I was Miss New Mexico Teen USA, and I got to go to the Miss Teen USA pageant in Mississippi and be on TV and do all the fun things. Get all the beauty products and the prizes and all Well, that she just carries stuff. herself so I well. did not win the Miss Teen USA, by the way. But I didn't everybody get those prizes. But, but that's okay. But, but you know one of the prizes was a boat, so. <laughs> oh, gosh. Well, you're, she's, she's just so beautiful inside and out. And, and, and you know, it's, it's my, you. my honor and privilege to call you friend. And thank you very much for stopping by. Just We want to leave everybody with just a little something that people don't know about Hillary. And let, tell me a little something that people don't know about Hillary that you would like to share. 
thinking about me that I would like to share. I really love, um, does it have to be deep? Because I really love to do crafts and <laughs> and do things around the house. And yeah. I love to get dirty at the farm. I love to get down and really, I mean, you would not recognize me. That's something that a lot of people don't know. People are surprised. You mean you don't wake up like this every day? Not at all. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's good to know. And what that's you see is know. what you get. With, with me. And a lot of people used to ask me when, when I first started at KVIA, is Stella Costas, you work with Estella, is she the same as she is on TV? And <laughs> I would always say, yes, absolutely. And you're such a nice, wonderful person. And I have always tried to emulate that too, because why be somebody different, you know, to the masses if you're not at home or with your friends? Well, good. What you, you what you see is what you get with Hillary. Mm -hmm, really. Thanks, Hillary, for coming in. Happy holidays. Thank you for Wishing you me. always the best with you and your family. Thank you for sharing uh, your lavender farm with us and sharing all those beautiful pictures that we'll be sharing uh, of your family. Uh, I'm I'm very proud of you. I you are just somebody very special to me. So thank, thank you very much for stopping by. Ditto and ditto. Thank you for having me. <laughs> and thank you all for watching. And remember to like and share uh, the Viva Auto Group Facebook page. And we'll see you next time. Happy holidays. Bye. We'd like to hear what you think about today's conversation. Go to the Viva Auto Group Facebook page and like us. If you're in the market for a new or pre-owned car or truck, we invite you to choose a Viva vehicle. Viva Auto Group le desea a usted y a su familia una feliz Navidad y un próspero año nuevo.